Hi, I'm Austin Ertham. And I'm Taylor Patton. Welcome to Kitchen Table Podcast. We're motivate, educate, and relate to guys sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to episode number 75. When you guys uh, hear this, we will be post-Easter, of course, unless you saw on YouTube. But happy Easter. Happy Easter, two days late oh. or a couple days early, depending on what you want us yeah. to describe it as. Oh, we had a good holiday. Yep. A lot of food, a lot of Jesus, a lot, a lot of love. A lot of love. We like that. Let's talk about let's talk about our favorite things about Easter first. I couldn't tell you last time I've been home for Easter. Uh, I haven't or, been home much for Easter the last five yeah, years either. Uh, yeah. What do I work? What do I love about Easter though? Um, that's an awesome question. I like the grass. Dude, <laughs> the grass is usually so Easter's early this year, but, but usually the grass is getting a little I greener, like, no lie. I like Easter icons. I used to love those things, That's dude. A, I I still love them. I would. Say I haven't went and haven't done an Easter egg hunt in a very long time. That's cool. But I yeah, I still love them. I, I still Reese's is the best candy on Easter, in my opinion. Or Reese's. the or the heart or not the heart. It's Valentine's Day. The egg shaped chocolates Reese's. or the egg like egg. Eggs that are M and M's, like peanut M and M's. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like no, they're like Easter colors though. Yeah, but there's little peanut M and M's. Yeah, I, I guess they're always shaped as an egg, whatever. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm like a big egg shape Reese's, and then the egg, uh, egg M and M's, and then also just the Reese's like bunnies or yeah, uh, chocolate bunnies. Doesn't matter either one; they're all good. That's the best candy. But the best part of Easter, I think, is this, it's always – I don't remember the last time it wasn't. It's always a very joyful day. Oh, I thought I was say always like on your birthday or around your birthday. Uh, yeah, usually it's around my birthday. I was born on Easter, actually. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, this this year my birthday is two days before you, Easter. You, you feel like you're especially connected to Jesus. Yeah, I always Easter. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, but yeah, you feel like you're like extra loved because you're like yeah. No, I, I think God loves everybody the same, no matter what. If you're good, bad, or yeah. but you're, you're born, cute, like, you're you're born on like Jesus's day, though. So like, no, well, technically Jesus's day is also like Christmas, even though he was born in April. Actually, people say, that's, that's what I'm saying, but he's also like every day is Jesus's day. If you really want to think about it, yeah, but I mean like especially. I mean, every day is special. Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I sometimes feel that. I feel like God has me in the palm of his hand a lot, right. but I don't think that's because I was born on Easter. There's a lot of people born on Easter in my same day <laughs> that I've yeah, never met before. Yeah. You're like in your own special category. Yeah. But I, I just love the, the family yeah. time. I love the spring colors, the blue and the pink and the flowers. I mean, some parts of the country, the flowers like, are blooming. To me, like... It's always Easter's sunny. Always like, yeah, it's just like a celebration of like... Life, yeah, or spring, both. I mean, it's, to me, like spring, it does represent life. Good point. Flowing water. Yeah, yeah. Is I it, just isn't that, is that a song? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's why I said it. That's probably why I get in my head when I when you said that. I pictured like a rocky, like small cliff, like a little stream yeah. of water going down. Mm-hmm. Cold water, of course. Yeah. But I do, I do yeah. really like the joyful time that Easter brings. Um, yeah. I always feel like. Work before and after Easter is a lot in terms of mm-hmm. Holy Week or just like you don't do stuff during Easter. So then afterwards, you got to 
have a lot in your plate and I have like kicking stuff going on all the time with my coaching. And yeah. so I do feel like afterwards it's a very busy time, but I, I thoroughly enjoy. I just be dying to do it. Yeah. I guess I just take time to chill out on Easter. I make sure I don't do anything. I never schedule anything on Easter. My, my family does. I've only been home a couple of times last mm-hmm. few Easters. Last year, wife got baptized and then. That's true. So yeah. we, they she came here. Was she also, I was also baptizing all that. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah, see? <laughs> Joyful day. It's an anniversary <laughs> of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, we, we were going to go back and go to the mass again, but we, we, we're going home and we're celebrating my birthday with my parents and having smoked pizza. And yeah. So we just it just didn't work out this year, but we would like to go back and relive it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good day. So, yeah. That's the best part about Easter. Uh, how's the how'd, how'd the Lent end up? It was good. Awesome. I forgot to add that. That it it was good. Um, I ended up like I kind of said like I ended up doing most of my meditation in the sauna. Uh, yeah. I mean, it it was good. I just I just felt like nothing like prominent came of it. You know. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. But. I mean, it's not a bad thing to do, just kind of, like, sit presence in your, like, your own mind. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know, there's always, like, people around, so I think I needed to switch it up. But so I, I said I was going to continue it through April, and I, and I was going to do it somewhere, like, more quiet. Yeah. But I just felt like meditating in the sauna just helped me get through the breathing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. Like, it really just sat there and focused on my breathing. Get your mind. Yeah, yeah, like, it'd be about 20 minutes in that I'd, I'd really, like, focus on meditating. Cause it kind of just like got me focused on my breathing and mm-hmm. kind of just like my own mental state. Yeah. I, I just hoping, I don't say something more would come out of it, but I just felt like I was getting something more out of it. Yeah. Other than just making it through a half hour of sauna. Yeah. I. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It, it's not a bad thing to do. I kind of feel the same with it. Not coming of anything. Like also, Whoop has a stress monitor now. Like it says, like how stressed you are in the daily. Mm-hmm. So it's and it gives you like breathing exercises. But what I wanted out of it was to like just be more, I guess, present or aware or uh, calm down or have more control. And I, I feel like I do have that. I've I've honestly forgot a couple of times to do it just because I've been like so busy on the day. Mm-hmm. I just fell asleep. Um, which again, they say that's not a bad thing. I also struggle with like praying you want to be like present and praying and like i used to like get down on my bed and on a knee and pray now i do it like as i'm driving or if the kids are quiet then i like do it at the end of school and it's hard to like focus on it straight through but also i this is what i struggle with because i like pray like all day you guys see something like an accident on the side of the road i like say a quick prayer for him or i'll be like thinking about my life all the time and i i I just be praying right like i'm working out i'm thinking okay here's what i should do with my future like God help me to do this, blah, 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 blah. Or I see something I'm thankful for. I thank God quick. Like I'm praying through the whole day, you know? Yeah. So I struggle with, am I really not being present in that time? Or is it just, I'm already doing stuff. So I don't want to make it too, I don't want to put too much emphasis on it, but I also don't want to disrespect it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So my meditation has been a little bit more of a struggle. Like I've had a mantra that said, Jesus coming to my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think he's, I think during Holy week, definitely in my life because it's a busy week. And I think that like 
the homily and just the feeling I had on mass for Palm Sunday was another reminder that God's there for you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what I said was quarter two. I just didn't want to confirm yeah. stuff. So I really think that I didn't get as much out of it as I was physically or like, like an obvious sign, mm-hmm. but I do think there's always some sort of benefit. Um, I also know moving forward that talked about purpose and stuff a little bit um, just at home here. And I think that we're going to do some stuff afterwards. We do like the black book. We're going to do some stuff afterwards, me and my wife to continue to, to grow. So I think that's an area I also want to really focus in on for the next quarter. Come closer and hang out, learn how to grill, get a dog, all the good stuff, you know. But yeah, I think that was an, that's interesting. Also, since we're talking about religion stuff, um, obviously, I think we both are big on faith, not so much religion. But did you know there was a soccer player who's doing Ramadan and the coach benched him? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I looked this up on ESPN and he said that I respect his religion and his decision. He can do what he want, but he needs to eat on, on game days. So I benched him. So it, it, my question is, is that like, what do you, what do you do? Yeah. Like as a player and the coach, cause is he going to play as well? Maybe not. Cause he hasn't ate all day mm-hmm. or drank any water, but can he play fine? I don't know. Maybe. And from the, from the player's perspective, do you break your religion or your faith or your values, whatever you want to put it as, or do you just accept being benching in sports isn't as big as your faith? This is high school, college. This is professional. professional. No, no. At the, end, at the end of the day, it's a business. And do you, as a, it, it, again, it'd be in a hard place to be, but at the same time, like, uh, it is business and you don't want your people to get hurt. I was like, and if that's going to put him at risk to be hurt or to get injured. So is he, to, is he hurting the team then? No. Why would he be hurting the team? He's, he's, he's doing what he believes in. That's not, I mean, I mean, on the field, if they, if they don't do as well because he's not playing, that's, that's, a, that's not, that's not on him. He's following through with his religion. He's following through with his beliefs. Still hurts the team. No, it doesn't. It does. So, so, so if you're injured, that hurts the team. Yeah, absolutely. So if you break your arm and in the middle of a game, that's, that, that's on you because you hurt the team because you got injured. It, it's on, it, it's, I mean, I guess it's nobody's fault in that Thank circumstance, but it still hurts the team. But it, you, wasn't you can't, it wasn't your fault to be injured. Yeah, but you can't tell me if, if it, the question again, this is just a difference of opinion here on the question, I think, because it does hurt the team. If your best player or a prominent player is not playing, I don't know if this guy was one of the best players or not, but if he's not playing. Or if he's got benched, he's at least a starter. Yeah, I mean. I mean if you got benched and you're just a substitute, like, oh, I mean, like, if you, yeah, if you bench, really like, if you bench Ronaldo, their team's not as good. <laughs> you know that's not even debatable because Ronaldo is one of two top players in the world. Is he a baseball player? Ronaldo? I would thought you were serious for a second. No, Don't play at him the like that. Day, at the end of the day, if he's doing what he believes in, he's not hurting himself. He is hurting the team on the score on the score sheet. He is. If they lose, they're hurting the team. No, it's not. If they win more with him than without him and he's not playing, that hurts the team. Straight up. Okay, that's on the team then. 
funny. Same thing, you get injured. It's not on you. I just think it's a little more, to me, it's a harder battle than you're making it seem like. At the end of the day, he's doing what he believes in. If he gets benched, he gets benched, okay? And I, I agree. I, I, I would mean, do the same thing he was. The, the story behind it's wild, but at the end of the day, like, if his coach believes it's better for him to do it, do his religious stuff, and then when that's over, okay, come back and join. And play because you're gonna be you're gonna be healthy you're gonna be eating you're gonna be doing all the right things and that's awesome. Yeah, I just so think maybe, again maybe it's a positive on both ends. Maybe that you is. actually get to fully immerse yourself into Ramadan and that way you don't have to focus on both and and that you're not torn because oh I have to eat but I can't eat because that's my religion and then your coaches and your coaches and your teammates are hounding you to do something that you can't do. It's hard to choose between yeah. two things you're passionate about and believe in. Yeah, absolutely. But day, like, I would, I would suppose, I would hope that he would choose his religion or what he believes in. But then, the day, soccer is just, a, just a simple human sport. Yeah, and I would agree. Like, I would agree. I just, my, I just think it's a tough, tough situation to be in. Yeah. But, anyways, tell me about, tell me about your love for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell me, go out, give me a point here. What do you what do you got for this episode Love. of Jesus? Love's a contract. A contract? I got signed on dotted line. Mm-hmm. And that uh whenever you're loves a contract because every time like you see what love means to you is love is different than what love means to me. I think that's probably why our communication really is important. Yeah. And that like when you and Stephanie got together and that and said, like, I love you. What you mean I love you is different from what she means I love you. No, I told I, – I, she told me to say it to her basically. I had already been thinking it. I said it to her and then she didn't respond but, to me. But but what I'm saying is the contract behind the yeah, word love in your opinion. Like – What okay, love so like, means. Okay, for, for you – to love me could be like, okay, like I love you, but I'm also going to go love other people. Mm-hmm. Where like love to her could be when I'm just, lo- I just love you. Or it could be the type of love. Like yeah. I show love by giving her a massage yeah. or making mm-hmm. her driving her to wherever. Yes. Whereas I get, I feel love when she makes my life easier mm-hmm. by cooking yeah. me food when I'm yeah. gone, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But yeah, that's why like communication is so key when it comes to all that stuff. Yeah, because it's again, it's it's just human mannerisms, human's behavior, human connection. I think I think connection is key. So this is going to be so far out my realm that you're not going to believe it. I watched a whole season of the show on Netflix. Love's Blind. No. Oh. Too hot to handle. How's that? Have you have you seen it or heard of it? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. So basically, it's too hot to handle. Is like a it's kind of like a game show. Yeah. These singles who notoriously like to get down and dirty go on this super cool island retreat, which happens to be in Mexico. I found out. Are you trying? To, you're, you're like actually what? Ah, oh, dude, <laughs> the place they stayed is so cool. It's got the best pool ever. You're right. Anyways, like, um, <laughs> probably not. I don't even how how do you even find people who get on that show? Anyways, um, so they're not allowed to like touch in any mannerisms, right? Otherwise, yeah. you cost the people money. Mm-hmm. 
And one thing I hate shows like this because I think it's so fake. Like the Bachelor is so yeah, fake, and they like make you talk about yeah. And the scenarios aren't set up necessarily, but you they really make you show your emotion and talk about it. And I think it does help with a couple of things, right? Even if the show's fake and dumb, it really does help to try to make genuine connections, mm-hmm. right? So it might not be with the right person on the show, but you can at least learn something. Now you're not going to be so-called perfect or fixed in 30 days or whatever they're there for, but it really makes you communicate with yourself and others and who you are and who you want to be. And then holding people accountable. So I, I really think that is like, that's a true thing about love and just reality. And that also makes you feel right. You, you can't, no matter what the game show is real or fake, same with the bachelor, all these shows, mm-hmm. you can't unfeel because it's a show. Yeah. It's like your emotions are real. Yeah. Like they're showing their true emotions. Yeah. And I think that us realizing our true emotions and showing those emotions and then communicating those to people who we love yeah. or want to have a relationship with are, are important, whatever type of relationship that is. Yeah. And then the other thing I think is important is it's all an experience, right? If you, you don't, you don't feel the hurt or the past experiences in love if you don't have those bad times previously yeah, or to find it's out like what you want. Like, yeah. It's like always like, what is it? Bad days make the good days better. Yeah. So if, by having your heart broken or yeah. not communicating one time, or mm-hmm. um, I want to say being untrustworthy, because that sounds really bad, but everything that happens, yeah. it, it helps you grow for the thing that is going to come in the future. Right. That hopefully falls in the place where it, where it's supposed to. Right. And then the last thing I was thinking about for the show is really because of all those reasons, you already win. Like people all, are all about winning the money and stuff. Yeah. It's really not about that. You already got to go to an island for free for 30 days. You got to meet some cool people. You got to yeah. have a genuine, unique experience. And you found out some stuff about yourself yeah. and how to, how to be better. And hopefully like better yourself for the future. And I think that's super important. And I think love, this is why all, if you look on TV, all the game show stuff that is like genuine, like emotion, it's mm-hmm. always love. Mm-hmm. Always. I shouldn't say like that demanding, but most of them are love because love is the hardest feeling to get rid of, or it affects us the most. Yeah. And I think Jesus dying on the cross, I can't believe I won't compare it too hot to handle to Jesus dying on the cross. <laughs> I think Jesus dying on the cross shows all the emotions of our faith in the story of the passion. The highs, the lows, us betraying Jesus, Jesus sticking with us, showing unconditional love. Yeah. And then us afterwards feeling bad and trying to grow closer to him and holding people to us close. And ultimately, in the end, the experience makes the world a better place. Mm-hmm. It's just about how long does that high stay? Right? When a family member dies, everybody's always like, oh, I, I love you. I care for you. Like stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And then at some point, like. Life goes on. Yeah, life goes on. It's just back to normal. Oh, I had to work today. All right. Yeah. I'll talk to you in a couple months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you truly, like, the lo- I want that love emotion to be there all the time yeah for people you actually genuinely care about and you yeah. should show love to strangers in a different way you know 
Mm-hmm. Love can be shown on different levels. Right. So I think that's how that's important I, love is. I wrote that down. I was like finding finding ways to love others. Yeah, I think that's important. It's not gonna be. I'm not gonna love you the same. Yeah, way I love my exactly, wife. Exactly. And again, like when when you're like the like who you are and like what you show to other people like demonstrates like what you believe in. And that, like if you if you want to like show off Christ and be Christ, like you have to show off love. You have to show off humbleness. You have to show off being a bigger person. Yeah. And that. And sometimes being the bigger person is getting after somebody. Sometimes yeah. tough love or straight reality is the showing love. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is unacceptable. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of goes back to like the love contract, like the expectations. Like you have to like communicate those expectations, like and that like what you want out of someone, or like I guess I'm just like referring to to like a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you have to like communicate all that stuff. Like if you got, if you've been talking for I don't know about three months and that and you haven't communicated like what you want to be, then like you really you're just only damaging yourself. Yeah, and you're yeah. wasting wasting your own time, really. Exactly. Like, yeah, I always think you should be thinking about yeah. how to progress or how to like communication is so so important. Absolutely. We all suck at it. Really? We, we literally <laughs> always do. Like there's times right. I'll be I'll be at work and I'd be like, Oh, I should talk to this person about this or I should do this. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. nah, I'll just do it or I'll just deal with it, you know? Yeah. But like it's not important, I'll forget about it. But yeah. really, we should be transparent about it. We'd have better businesses, we'd have better relationships, we'd have better teams. All that can be solved with just genuine communication. Yeah. Saying how you feel. Hey, I, I didn't like you today because of this. There's a there's a podcast I was listening to on my way to Kansas City the other weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been the same podcast with uh, Joe Rogan and Andrew Huberman uh, with the cold tub stuff. And basically, he said, oh, no, it, it wasn't. It was this guy. Uh, it was a CrossFit guy who runs like he's a chiropractor. Now he does like this business and teaches people how to train. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he was talking about how he had a podcast. And for 15 minutes, he had a friend, and the friend told them for 15 minutes what they're really good at. And then the next 15 minutes, they said what they absolutely suck at and would like to see them be a better at to be a better person. And then they did, then they switched and did the opposite. And he said that in the end, they were like just trying to figure out like the next step in their lives, like where to go from here. And what they ended up finding out was how the relationship grew and how much better they communicated. And that wasn't even the goal. So like communication, you don't have to have a specific communication exercise. Yeah. You can always be working on it. Um, again, that takes discipline and practice and willingness to put your feelings out there. Yeah. But if it's out of love, you get love reciprocated a lot mm-hmm. of the time. That's the most important thing. Jesus is always there for him. Arms wide open. Even when you mess up. Or don't try. Mm-hmm. Or forget him. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Stay curious, conquer it all.
put Jesus in the equation. Yeah. All right. That's all we got here. Short one. Happy Easter. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you guys next week. Appreciate you guys. Happy Easter. Love you. Bye.